Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the Vitality Explorer podcast. My name is Dr. Alan Mishra. Our goal, as always, is to optimize vitality one person at a time. We'll start with a quote, and this is from baseball legend Babe Ruth. Quote, it's hard to beat a person that never gives up. It's hard to beat a person that never gives up. Our goal continues to be to enhance your vitality. We follow through with two core principles on the Vitality Explorer podcast, and that is vitality is a skill. And that's why we try to provide for the listeners and the Vitality Explorer Substack subscribers scientific information about how to enhance your physical, mental, social, and spiritual well-being. We also recognize that vitality is a gift that you can give yourself by taking ownership over your decisions and choices. If you are enjoying what you're listening to, please leave us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts. Please share this widely with your friends and family to enhance their vitality. On this week's Vitality Explorer podcast, we are going to talk about three things like we typically do. And number one is to lift heavy S-H-I-T. <laughs> lift heavy S-H-I-T. Uh, number two is lung power enhances lifespan. And number three, Three is happy 116th birthday to the second oldest person in the world, Edith Cicerelli. Uh, I would encourage people, if they're interested in listening to this podcast, to join me on February 29th for a, a free Ignite Your Vitality webinar. It's being sponsored by uh, AARP, the American Association of Retired Persons. But this webinar is for everybody of any age, and we're going to be focusing on things like optimizing your time, working on how to cultivate closeness with others, stockpiling health, and pinpointing your peak purpose. And uh, it's it's going to be a wonderful hour-long discussion, and uh, you can find it in the show notes. You can find it on the Vitality Explorer Substack site, or you can just Google Ignite Your Vitality and AARP, and you will find the link to the registration. So let's start with, I'm going to say it out loud just once, okay? Don't get me in trouble here. But this is what my friend, uh, Dr. Vonda Wright, suggests in terms of how to enhance your vitality. And she says, we should lift heavy shit. Okay. Now she's awesome. And I was very, very lucky to know her for a long period of time. But last week during the American Academy of Orthopedic Surgery meeting, she was conducting a lecture about how uh, a variety of different things, but in addition, how to stay vital and how to live a long life. And what she was talking about was really important for all of us. Um, and one of the things that we forget as we move forward in life is that our, our fitness and our long-term well-being is based on our muscle. And Dr. Wright uh, um, practices on the East Coast, and you can find her on YouTube and Instagram, and she's written books, including things like Fitness After 40. But here are the three main lessons I learned from here that I'd like to share with you. Number one, muscle is king. Number two, execute on an anti-inflammatory lifestyle. Number three, Use impact aerobics to build your bones and your body. So let's start with that first one. Muscle is king. And again, we've talked about this many times on Vitality Explorers. But she really talked about it in the context of long-term vit vitality. And again, that snarky suggestion to lift, lift heavy SHIT I've tried out on a patient of mine the day after I heard her talk about it. And the, and the concept, the words, they worked amazingly well. The patient immediately understood that building muscle was directly related to her wellness. 
The second is to execute on an anti-inflammatory lifestyle. Now that's that can mean a lot of things to a lot of different people, but she talked about, of course, eating well, um, sleeping well, and avoiding anything that triggers inflammation in our bodies. And we sometimes fail to forget or we fail to remember or recognize that chronic inflammation is our enemy. And it's certainly the enemy of longevity. There's a lot of different ways to measure how quickly you are aging or how old you are. But the, the overall amount of inflammation in your body is one important marker of aging that we, we need to mitigate. So chronic inflammation is not a good idea. We should try to decrease it whenever we can with better choices and decisions. The number one thing we forget about is what we put in our mouths matters, all right? I suggest to my patients that they do sort of a one-week diet diary where they figure out, you know, it could even be sometimes things that are reasonably good for you in small amounts like sourdough bread. Maybe that's bad for you. Maybe you're lactose and intolerant and you don't know it. Maybe you have certain food allergies that are making you feel more inflamed or bloated. But try to do that for yourself and you'll figure out that what you eat matters. Clearly sleeping well matters to your inflammation and your overall well-being. And we're going to talk more about that in the coming weeks. But trying to avoid anything that triggers inflammation is Dr. Wright's second suggestion and takeaway from her, her talk. And the third is to do some impacting type of activities such as aerobics to build your bone and your body. And your bone is absolutely crucial to your long-term wellness. We often just completely forget about how it is until we fracture something. So this is especially true for women who are at a higher risk for osteoporosis. That's, that's a sometimes devastating low bone density disease. And I suggest you check out Dr. Bonda Wright's YouTube videos uh, uh, as one way to improve your overall function. She's got a whole bunch of good stuff online um, that I think can help people of all ages, but especially women over 40, to maintain their strength their endurance, their bone, and their muscle. Now, I didn't expect it, but I learned another, a fourth lesson from Dr. Wright. Because somebody in the audience asked her, you know, she's a mother, she's a surgeon, she's a writer, she's a podcaster, she's just, she's just a badass in general. She does everything well. And they tried to ask her, you know, how do you get it all done? And what she did, or what she said, staggered me. She said, I'm not going to apologize to anybody for being a high-capacity person. That's a great answer, right? She executes at an elite level on many important tasks, and she simply just gets stuff done. So see, she isn't a superhero. She said she's a high-capacity person. And that is a great paradigm for all of us to, to admire. Um, we can strive to become a high-capacity person that does a lot of difficult things well and then not apologize for it. So check out Dr. Vonda Wright online. You can check out the Vitality Explorer Substack site for links to where you can find her on Instagram and YouTube. Um, but what I really you know, went to the lecture for was to say hello to my friend. And what I came away with is really inspired to have deeper conversations with myself and my patients about staying in shape and lifting heavy S-H-I-T. Okay, let's move on to the next topic for this week, and that is lung power enhances lifespan and vitality. All right, this is the science of oxygen saturation and longevity. And we're going to go slow with this one because this is unbelievably important. All right. Now, we all know that we breathing is fundamental, like airway, you know, breathing, circulation. If you aren't breathing, you're dead, right? But how often do we really think 
about our total lung function. Now we may think of that if we get out of breath, if we're running up and down stairs or we're running in a race or we get the flu or, or if we have contract some significant respiratory disease, but we shouldn't wait until we experience a problem breathing. Um, you know, but trying to proactively maintain our lung function is what we're gonna be discussing and why. And here's sort of the, the bottom line. Scientific data confirms that there's a 99% higher risk of dying if your oxygen saturation below drops below or equal to 92%. There's still a 36% higher risk of dying if your value falls between 93% and 95%. That typically sounds pretty good, right? 93 to 95 is an A, but that's terrible when it comes to your oxygen saturation. So we should strive to be 96 or higher because there's literally a higher risk of dying. And, and for years, for five, six years now, I've been searching for a simple biomarker for vitality. And I think oxygen saturation is an excellent option. And it's, it's an excellent option because the data suggests it's really a powerful marker of whether you're literally going to live or die. And it can now be measured by a hand, simple handheld device or a variety of watches. All right. And here's the second part of this conversation is that data suggests we can actually train our muscles that we use to breathe to improve not just our physical well-being, but our mental health as well. And the concept of focusing on breathing as a longevity enhancer is massively, massively under-recognized. So there's some slides on the Vitality Explorer Substack site that I've created for a course. Uh, and I would encourage people to look there for the references and the pictures. But an interesting study found a reduction in blood pressure when research participants used a device to perform resistance type of breathing exercises. And the study found also lower levels of inflammation as measured by something called C-reactive protein or CRP. And, the, and the, the study protocol was stupid simple. Let me give it to you. So you had to do 30 inspiratory maneuvers, that's five sets of six, one minute with one minute of rest in between the sets, six days a week for six weeks. Think about that, 30 breaths, in, in broken down in five sets of six, six days a week for six weeks to decrease your blood pressure and decrease your inflammation. Remember, we talked about inflammation as being a component of aging, as something we want to avoid. But doing breathing exercises to lower your blood pressure and lower your inflammation, that's not pharmacologic. That's not interventional. The cost is zero, pretty much. All right, you have to, the resistance breathing device I bought one, it was about 30 bucks. Okay, it's not expensive overall to get that. It's a little bit beyond the scope of this today's talk to do a deep dive into resistance type of breathing. But, but the data suggests, the scientific data suggests that it's meaningful. There's also a specific type of breathing pattern that can be a zero cost way to improve your mood. Okay, let's, let's just dive into this because this is crazy. Data suggests that breathing programs may be better than mindfulness for our mental health. And this is, the, this is what, we, what was done. Cyclic sighing, okay? And then let me just demonstrate it. And we've talked a little bit about this before on Vitality Explorers, but let me, let me demonstrate for this podcast. That's going. That kind of breathing pattern, two breaths in, short, followed by a long, followed by a long exhale is called cyclic um, sighing or physiologic sighing. And that has been found to enhance your mood. And this comes out of Andrew Huberman's lab at Stanford. They did other things like box breathing or cy cyclic hyperventilation. But think about this again. 
This was published last year. The doing cyclic sighing, two breaths in, short one followed by a longer one followed by a long breath out. That can improve your mental well-being, okay? It can also lower your, your respiratory rate. So if you're trying to calm yourself down, then that's an excellent way to consider that. And I didn't actually buy into a lot of this stuff until I think it was 2017. There was a paper published again out of Stanford where they actually found a connection between the back of your brain where your breathing center is and your frontal lobe where your sense of you know, anxiousness, anxiety, or arousal are. And incredibly, this, this idea of doing cyclic sighing or certain types of breath work actually calms down your frontal lobe. So this isn't just some Eastern medicine version of it, but the idea of either doing resistance training or doing certain types of breathing patterns uh, can certainly improve things that are crucial to your overall well-being, like your blood pressure, your body inflammation, and your overall mood. So I encourage people to check out the Vitality Explorer Substack site to learn more about the idea of um, breathing exercises or what I call weightlifting for your lungs as a way to enhance your physical and mental well-being. We're going to finish up this week's Vitality Explorer podcast with a happy birthday, excuse me, a happy 116th birthday to Edith Cicerelli. Okay, now she's the second oldest person on the planet and about a week ago she had her 116th birthday. She's known as what is called a supracentenarian, okay? That's somebody who's over 110 years old. And there's a cool picture of Edith uh, from her graduation uh, in high school in 1927, okay? I suggest you take a look at that. But she celebrated her par- her birthday with a great party. And, um, you know, one of the things she did, according to an article uh, published in The Guardian, is that she asked somebody who was helping her get ready for her party to bring her her L'Oreal True Red lipstick because so, she wanted to look great for her for her party. But they they talked about a sweet 16, excuse me, a sweet 116th birthday bash for America's oldest person. Um, and, and she did. She's done this many times because. People have been talking to her about longevity, wait for it, for at least 20 years now, right? Because she's 116. But for decades, she's responded with a simple answer. And here it is, quote, have a couple fingers of red wine with dinner and mind your own business, (laughs) okay? She also, I looked it up, she had a motto in her high school yearbook, to the stars through difficulties, to the stars through difficulties. The other story about Edith, which is kind of interesting, is that when she turned the ripe old age of 101, she took out uh, an ad in a local newspaper because she was looking for a dance partner after her dance partner passed away. Um, so the other key is, is you know, minding your own business, maybe having just a splash of red wine, but also being super active for a long period of time and maintaining an optimistic attitude. Um, and here's, here's a quote, another quote from her about uh, um, dancing. Quote, I am looking for a dance partner. Dancing keeps your limbs strong. What is nicer than holding a lovely lady in your arms and dancing a beautiful waltz or two-step? Try it. You will like it. I mean, that was on her 104th birthday, okay? Um, and there's also a video up online of her, uh, from her 114th birthday. And remember, she just celebrated her 116th birthday. All right, so here's the Vitality Explorer analysis and review about the wonderful 116-year-old Edith 
Cicerelli. She's clearly an extraordinary person. She's a living example of what is possible for all of us. I think we can learn a lot of lessons from her, including the value of lifelong exercise and maintaining a positive perspective on life, in, even in the midst of difficulties. And obviously throughout her life, she's seen a lot of different things. Um, reading about her life and studying it a little bit made me a little anxious. Um, I think we can, you know, we can worry about dying early, but what about dying? You know, that's kind of the reason if we think about dying early, a lot of us will buy life insurance. Um, but what about dying later or very late in life? It comes with a novel series of challenges. And here, here's a couple of things that I thought about. Number one, how are you going to pay for everything if you live to 116? And especially your residential or medical care. Um, what are we going to do with an extended period of time on the planet? And then the final one's a little morbid, but if you're living to 116, most of your friends and family have died. So what is that like? Um, what do you think? Please post your comments below here about that. You can also see pictures of Edith on the Vitality Explorer Substack site. Would you want to live to 110 or beyond? Uh, and if you did, what would you, what would you do as a super centenarian okay thank you for listening to this week's vitality explorer subs or vitality explorer podcast uh, you can learn other things like longevity lessons from queen elizabeth uh, and betty white via uh, if you become a subscriber to vitality explorers we have over 400 posts and podcasts all based in science about how to improve your physical mental social and or spiritual well-being uh, this week, again, we talked about lifting heavy shit. We talked about lung power enhancing lifespan. We talked about the, uh, the 116th birthday of Edith Cicerelli. And we also remember that quote from Babe Ruth, quote, it's hard to beat a person that never gives up. All right, so be that person. Um, I hope everybody uh, enjoys their next week. And until next time, get out there and dare to be vital. Thank you very much for listening.